On today's show, Dirk Nowitzki was inducted into the Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame. Isaac Harris was there. We're going to react to our favorite parts of the entire night on today's Locked On Mavs. Shut it down! Let's go home! Thanks for being locked on to the Dallas Mavericks. My name is Nick Engstead, media member and NBA channel manager for the Locked On Podcast Network. And joining me, as always, my co-host, writer, contributor from Mavs.com, Studio 41, the Hall of Fame homie, the one more thing king. What you got for me, Isaac Harris? Listen, no, nobody else in this world is going to get me in a tie and no hat besides Dirk Nowitzki. <laughs> <laughs> you know the last time I wore a tie? I, I don't, honestly don't you, know when. Okay, the listeners need to know. You are a, a legitimate pastor. When's the last time you wore a tie? Gosh, I mean, probably for some funeral. Jesus can't get this man to wear a tie, but Dirk Nowitzki, German Jesus, basketball Jesus, can get him to, to wear a tie. Incredible. It's an, it was an incredible night, uh, even just watching it from home. It, you can just tell that this was a very special moment and even a special class because think about all the different people that were there. You have the best German player of all time, the best Spanish player of all time, the best French player of all time. Dwayne Wade was is the best of, of something. Uh, Greg Popovich, maybe the best coach of all time. Just an incredible, incredible class. Uh, what's your first takeaway? What, being there, being in the room, hearing the the speech, hearing the everyone cheer for Dirk and his speech. What was your big takeaway? <clears throat> big takeaway, man. Um, got a little misty eyed, you know, seeing Dirk walk up there. Um, yeah, I actually had a really cool angle of the night. Media didn't have seats, <laughs> so it was just kind of like, hey, find a spot. And uh, I sat on some stairs at this like side angle, but I could, I could see the whole family and Dirk's like reactions to the whole night. And I have so many different small stories I got to tell by the end oh, of this pod buddy. that I think people will enjoy. And uh, but <laughs> I think just seeing Dirk walk up um, and just you know he was obviously he was a, ner- a little nervous on his speech, and you know he had, had it mapped out pretty good and all of that, but. Just seeing his family front row, um, you know, I've never seen, I mean, just so many people there, um, everyone connected to Dirk, like to see, I've never seen his parents, um, you know, his parents were there front row. I mean, if you went down the front rows, Jessica, their kids, um, you know, <laughs> dad, mom, uh, the Cubans, yeah. um, you know, it's, you know, it was just so cool to see teammates there um, just all support. I mean, see Rick Carlisle on row like 30 <laughs> um, <laughs> and just see all these guys you know, throughout the building, men and women, that's meant a lot to Dirk. And um, like he's been saying this whole time, this is the capstone. This is the end of the first phase of his life, of this of the basketball world for him. And um, we saw it tonight. It was the ultimate cherry on top. And he is part of immortality now in the game of basketball and he is enshrined in the basketball hall of fame. And it's just a, it's a beautiful moment. There's so many things that stood out in this and we're going to just go, this is going to be like a free flowing. Isaac's going to share a bunch of stories. I'm going to share some stuff that I, I saw, but the thing that that stood out to me, I really wanted to know what was his speech? What was it? How did he put the context of his career? How did he thank people? What did he put And He, knocked it out of the park in a way that, I mean, it was just incredible. The, the first thing that stood out to me was he had this structure of these qualities he wanted to go through, the qualities that made him the player that he was and the qualities that he 
values in himself, but mostly the qualities he values in other people. I thought his his speech was so others focused that it was just so dirk in the way that it was. But he started with creativity. He talked about Donnie Nelson, who wasn't able to be there. He lives in Maui. Hopefully, him and his family are, are safe from all the fires and everything that's happening there. You know, incredibly difficult time for everyone in Hawaii in Maui right now. Uh, and then he also mentioned Steve Nash, who was up there and presented him as far as creativity. He mentioned competitiveness. That's when he talked about Jason Kidd. And then he talked about Pop, how Pop gave him that handwritten note after he won the, the 2011 finals. And that meant a lot to him. And then he talked about loyalty. And he talked about Mark Cuban. And the story about Mark Cuban, where Mark Cuban came up to him. And we, we've, we knew this. We knew that, that Mark had come up to Dirk like that the day after or right when he bought the team and said, hey, let's play one-on-one. -on -one. I, I, can, I can play. And Dirk said, I dunked it right on your head. And I, I don't know if he was just being Dirk and just being facetious, but I kind of hope that it was really true that he did dunk on Cuban's head at that point. No, I, I thought that was one of the fun, funniest moments <laughs> of the night. I, I will say this. The amount of Mavs fans in the place was awesome. Oh. Um, you know, so and a lot of locked up Mavs listeners um, talking. So shout out to you guys. Oh my gosh, the squad, the raccoon squad, uh, had a lady, I was looking for my notebook, uh, tonight, I lost my notebook at one point because yes, I was taking physical notes throughout this weekend and, uh, I lost well, you it didn't have internet, and, uh, so. and uh, yeah, the internet was tough. And, uh, all of a sudden I hear this Isaac and I was like, Whoa. <laughs> um, but anyway, we, we talked for it and she's like, I'm a raccoon squad member. Uh, and then she introduced me to her son and all that. But I mean, like, meeting somebody in, in the corner with the Dirk jacket on to taking a selfie on the red carpet with lockdown Mavs listeners. Like you, you guys represented tonight and uh, hopefully the broadcast picked up the chance in the room for Dirk uh, because it was, I mean, there were a lot of heat fans there too, obviously for Wade. I was, was going to say which one's louder because on TV, I think they were pretty close. The heat ones were longer and they started going, let's go. heat, blah, blah, blah. But which one do you think was louder in the room? I think it's about equal in the room. I'd say um, it was a different, you know, anyway, let's just, yeah, it was about the same in the room. Uh, the other word that he brought up, creativity, competitiveness, loyalty, and then curiosity was another one. He was just dropping bars at, at times. Like he had so many little things that he mentioned in his speech. Nothing really works without great preparation. It was just an incredible one that I kind of take in my life, and that's one that I'll continue on with. Um, he also said that, uh, you know, stay curious and hungry, find your passion and work hard. That's a, you know, a mantra or motto he lives. Yeah. And then the one, the one that's going to be, that was awesome. the one that's going to be everybody's Instagram caption now that is, you know, a quote that he got from somebody else. But when you're green, you grow, when you're ripe, you rot. That was like his mic drop line. Like when he ended and he's just dropping bars, like at the end. I was like, where, where did he, where did this come from? Like, I kind of like giggled whenever he dropped that and, and, and left, but, uh, well, yeah, that, that was great, man. See, seeing his interactions and stuff, uh, on the front row, uh, with people, once again, it's like seeing Dirk, you know, and we're, we're just being honest here. Some of the other people who are getting in inducted, not a lot of us knew things about, right? Like we were I mean, learning about them. Yes. And, and it was awesome to hear about Coach Hickson and, uh, you know, and all these guys of hearing from levels of D3 uh, up through D1 and college basketball. And because reminder, this is Naismith Basketball of Fame and it's all basketball. But 
to see Dirk front row and just like almost giddy for each person to where, I mean, just transparency. A lot of people, some people are in there kind of like zoning out a little bit, you know, and just kind of doing their things. Just some of the people like, yeah, lo- super long night, but through some people you, you might not know. Dirk, just ear to ear, smiling, just shaking hands as, you know, the video's playing. He's coming and they're walking off. He's like congratulating each one. I'm like, can you, can you not be nice just for like a little bit? Like, is that. <laughs> he wasn't nice in 2011. That's, that's when he wasn't nice, right? Like he, and, he, and then, he took the soul out of the, out of the heat. And then that's when he wasn't nice. All right. Well, let's talk about, uh, you know what, uh, what helps, you know, what helps, um, you beat traffic. It helps you beat. What helps you beat traffic is when you put Dwayne Wade last, so you can leave. That's what helps. Tell uh, tell beat everyone traffic. you texted me, but tell everybody when you left. When you know, so Dirk was the second to last to go, and then Wade was the last to go. At what point did you leave? Um, once he after he said, "Hey, are my Heat fans in the house?" <laughs> and uh, I just got up, and I was the only person standing up, like leaving, and I just left. I left the whole 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 theater. I was like, "This is that's a wrap," and uh, y'all can enjoy this speech. I'm out. Hey, Wade had some good moments in his speech for sure. Is you know great that's with his, with his dad terrible. and everything. I'm just glad he had sleeves on for for that one because <laughs> this guy, this guy, this guy, I swear he was sleeveless for half the weekend. And <laughs> I saw I saw I don't want to out him too much, but uh, they probably don't care. I was talking with Ben and Skin before. Uh, before the ceremony we're talking on the red carpet and uh and i was like hey y'all y'all are at the vip like reception right and they're like yeah yeah you know because you know they're cool they're big time and they they got to go to all the cool events I think and they flew uh, pri- i think they flew private to this like i think on. they did t- yeah they're, they're the best and, and and ben was like yeah wade had a new sleeveless shirt on and uh <laughs> and then i responded with you know did he fall down did he fall down and get back up again or and uh so we had some and then we were talking about there's a project coming up uh that Wade's going to release that I think a lot of Mavs fans will will probably uh partake in or at least uh, enjoy uh and uh we were talking about how that will probably be the only thing that I'll listen of him from here on out but you, uh you missed his best line though his best line was you know it's been amazing to be here with you know all these inductees you know it's been great to celebrate it's been a celebration for you know a lot of us for me and dirk it's been therapy <laughs> oh that's great that's a great line <laughs> it was fun so he so wade gets up and he misses pops uh, pops and hammond's speeches because he was gone and i was like because him him and Dirk got up, okay, and walked out kind of like together or like back to back. I'm like, what? Are, what are they doing? Like they're just going to like chow, you know, like chop it up somewhere in the back before you know it gets to their spots. Well, then Dirk comes back and sits down with his family, and I'm like, all right. And then Pop stuff starts, then Hammond stuff starts. Wade's still gone. He's front row, okay. Gabrielle Union uh, is you know just sitting there by herself. You know what he's doing? He's changing. <laughs> the, the dude went back and changed suits, so he sits down. And and like Dirk reaches over and like hits him is like cracking a joke at him. It's like you know he's like laughing like, dude, you you really yeah, right. just went and changed, you changed suit, put on a white suit. <laughs> oh my gosh! Uh, other things that, that stood out to me, him, uh, you know, the, the huge cheer from from Mavs fans when he said, you know, for the MFFLs, you know, the Mavs fans, and there's a whole bunch of people in the room, 
And then there's that one lady. They actually put the camera like on her and, and changed the video to like s- like center in on this one lady in the balcony that was screaming and pointing. And she's like, and Dirk was like, I hear you. Everyone hears you. <laughs> like funny. Yeah, oh, yeah, that was great. If you're that MFFL, we want to talk to you. DM me, email me, um, however you can get we? in touch. Yeah, I, I want to know. What was I'm not going to lie. In the, in the moment, I was like, all right, who could who could put the muzzle? <laughs> oh, okay, no. You get one moment. You get one moment. One opportunity. Let the dude talk. <laughs> this is the last. We've talked about this is the last chance to show your, like, adulation to Dirk. And that person did that. True. True. But uh, great to hear that and for him to give credit to, you know, to Mavs fans. The moment where he spoke in German to his parents was was, was very moving to me. <sighs> I'm not gonna lie, dude. Like that, that kind of got me. Like, like I know what you're saying, but it was emotional. No clue, but it that and the Holger kiss, like blowing the kiss to him. Yeah, like, well, like take my heart now. <laughs> and, and honestly, I'll tell you something else that took. I was like, take my heart. Is when he got up to like go to the bathroom. I'm assuming, and seeing just like his stiff leg and his like, yeah, and it, like it's just. It's it's a it's a task for him, you know. To like he can't move around fully, um, hundred percent because you know his, his ankle's still troubling him. He had a couple other hilarious moments. One of them where, where he he uh, he had this line planned, but you know he talked about Nash and Kid and how those two were you know so great in his career. Nash early on in their careers, and he's like, can you imagine when we first started that? Both of us would be here at this point. He talked to you know about Kid and how they are forever bonded because of the title. And he goes, I would have loved to play with these two guys in their primes, but I had to live with what they gave me. <laughs> just, like, <laughs> just completely roasted them right up on the, on the stage. They're up on the yeah. dais. So you have the – if you haven't watched it, you need to watch his, his speech. It's on YouTube already. I texted it out to the subtexters who we've been talking to all weekend. But uh, Hey, guys, I'm sorry. I, I had a whole plan tonight to, like, text you all more, but – I couldn't get my internet to work. He couldn't even get a tweet off. Um, and so, and, uh, but there's, you know, they have a presenter and so Dirk is up speaking and then you have two presenters that are supposed to be there with you who are already in the hall of fame. They don't do anything. They just sit there and present and like support. And so it kind of works like a roast or at least Dirk thought it worked like a, like a roast. Where <laughs> just roast those guys, which is kind of funny. It's also kind of a roast to the Mavericks for, Hey, we had these guys that were past their prime. And then before their prime, you let them go. And uh, wish we would have wish we would have had them those guys in their primes. Yeah, and I, I couldn't tell if Dirk's thing about his teammates is like, yeah, I had over two hundred teammates. I was like, yeah, was that like, a Duncan's like but, Duncan, Duncan's like I had like a hundred. <laughs> I actually had a decent chance to talk to a decent uh, or some um, of his teammates tonight. Uh, talk to uh, some people on the red carpet. Talk to Jason Terry. Talk to Sean Marion. Um, yes had a funny moment with Roddy B earlier today. <clears throat> I've never, so I've never talked to Roddy B in my life. Never, never seen him in person because that was like before my time uh, doing Maverick stuff. And some, so some so on the street. <clears throat> okay. I'm on the street corner. This is at the hall of fame. And, um, this is at like, kind of, so the, a lot of players and people stayed at, uh, this hotel connected to this casino down the street. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was walking through the casino lobby. Steve Nash walks by and it's like, hat and t-shirt and stuff i'm like Dang. oh all right there's people staying here so <clears throat> i'm like standing on the street corner waiting across the street and literally right next to me is roddy b and i was like looking at him 
I was like, Roddy. And he looks at me. I was like, Hey man, I was like, I do stuff with the Mavs and blah, blah, blah. And he's like, Oh, and he like lights up and he has his phone out and he was like, I said, what you up to? Cause he's just like in shorts and a t-shirt. Like, like hanging out. Yeah. yeah. And he was like, you know, he's saying his French accent, but which I, you know, I can't do, but he was like, he had his phone out and he's like, I can't find my, my, my food. Where, where's my driver? And he's like, show me his phone to where his like driver, you know, it's like Uber eats driver says like, he's like there. <laughs> and he's like, look, look, like, I can't, I don't know where he's at. Like I'm trying to find, and I'm like looking around too. And I'm like, I've never, I tweeted this out. I've never related with an athlete more <laughs> than like, where's my, where's my DoorDash driver? Uh, you, it was just the, like a funny moment. Have you seen the viral tweet right now of the guy that, that admitted that he spent, he spent $25,000 on like DoorDash and Uber Eats last year? No way. Do we think Roddy B is that guy? Is he, <laughs> the... I don't know. Um, and then I asked a dumb question. I was like, hey, you going to the enshrinement tonight? Mike? He's like, yeah. I'm like, that's the dumbest thing for me to you know, ask. I'm like, why, why else are you in you're the middle one, of nowhere? You're one journalistic shot with Roddy B, and you asked him if he's going to the event. That's the only It's not like I was, like, taping it or anything. It was just, like, <laughs> it was just funny that I just naturally went hey, to that. Hey, like, that's a good lesson for everyone out there. If you, if you ever are in a situation where you're like, all right, I get one shot to ask somebody a question. You better have that question ready in your head, yeah, because you'll just walk up to, to a an athlete that you love, and they'll be trying to get their Uber Eats, and that then that's it. And then you can, can I tell a Rick Carlisle story real quick? Oh, absolutely. Did he okay. ask you about Thanksgiving? So, so I've I talked to him twice over the past two days, and but two different things. All right, he, so he forgot at, you both times. No, no, no. So we're at the. <laughs> he's like, no, Nerlens is not here. Uh, so. <laughs> So we're at the we're at the Mohegan Sun for the press conference thing, <clears throat> and so they have like this VIP. Um, I want to say a reception, but or it's the awards uh, thing yeah. uh, last night, and so they're all like walking, you know, through this kind of like upstairs um, crosswalk area to this awards thing. And I just eaten dinner at this at the Michael Jordan Steakhouse, ate by myself, Ryan Rosillo style, and so I'm just like chilling, and I'm. <laughs> and, I, and so then I'm like, so I'm walking and then different people are passing me. So I stop and I'm like, all right, well, I'm just going to chill here for a bit. So Rick's <laughs> Rick's walking by. So he stops and he's talking to somebody and I'm walking. And then we like make this like awkward, like eye contact or some, which I don't expect Rick to know who I am or anything. Like, I mean, yes, we've interacted and all this stuff. Anyway, so I'm sitting there and he looks at me. I look at him. We're literally like a, a foot away from each other, like looking at each other. And I just like stick out my hand. We shook hands and he says, good to see you. And I say, good to see you. And I like walk on. And I was like, did we just become friends? Did we just like squash everything? <laughs> All right. Fast forward. Let was me your, fast wait, forward wait, wait, was your first thought? Was it actually good to see? You? I know. I'm like, what but so let's fast forward to tonight. Okay. So I'm on, on the red carpet. Rick's coming through. He's with some people. For some reason, Rick stops and he's like standing right next to me. Okay. But he's like looking the opposite direction. He's not like looking at me, but we're like, I mean, not less than two feet shoulder to shoulder kind of. And I'm looking the opposite direction. But I know Rick's like right next to me, but I'm not saying anything. And so Dwayne Wade, shocking here, shows up late and he gets up, he gets out of his, like his whole family and everybody gets up, gets out of their like SUVs and the whole red carpet just starts going nuts. Okay. Yeah. And everybody's crazy. There's a bunch of kids out there and all this stuff. 
And I don't know what made me do it, but I was just like, I've been standing next to Rick for a bit. And I was like, all right, I'm just gonna make a joke. And I lean over. I was like, Hey, was all that for you? (laughs) And Rick looks at me and goes, not to my knowledge, walks right away from me. And I was like, all right, cool. We'll probably never talk again until Indiana comes to town. Um, You didn't make a Wade 2011 joke or anything like that, man. No, no, no. I did. I did make a a joke to uh, Jason Terry about because you know Chris Bosh was there, yeah. and I was like, "Jet, hey, I said, you know, Chris Bosh just walked by. So when you see Bosh, you think about the lefty layup." And Jet, like, what's the Jesus juke for? Like Dallas juke? He like Dallas juked me, and was like, "No, I I think of one of the best Dallas basketball players of all time oh, that grew yeah. up in Dallas." Yeah. I'm like, oh, crap. Well, now I feel bad. <laughs> he didn't want to get aggregated <laughs> no 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 no, no. <laughs> another moment that stood out to me uh dirk starts you know dirk talks about curiosity and then he starts mentioning his kids soon as they put the camera on the kids on the on the broadcast there all three of his kids are looking in completely different directions they're not looking at him at all his one son is like laying in his wife's lap like looking somewhere else one kid's turned around he's looking back at the people behind him his daughter is like looking the other way (laughs) is that when he said hey hey i'm up here yeah yeah they were completely looking the opposite way i loved it it was such like a moment what what pop mentioned earlier when you have grandkids or when you have kids they become the center of attention that was my favorite part of his speech man so good so good and uh yeah dirk's kids not not (laughs) not absolved from that either (laughs) oh man what else uh what else what stood out to you in in the room like what was a was there a moving moment was there anything from anybody else's speeches or anything that stood out to you uh becky hammond's parents can Uh, we talk about this for a second can we talk becky hammond who is a coach of the aces she 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 took the spurs owners like private jet or no the aces owners private jet to go there they played a game the night before so she didn't get to do any of the opening stuff like the, like yesterday she gets to the her hall of fame this is a huge moment for her she's from middle of nowhere north dakota you know and grew up there made it in the wnba be, you know became a, a coach the first paid assistant like female assistant coach in the nba and then now is coaching the best wnba team we've seen in maybe a decade and she, now she's in the Hall of Fame. And she goes, she thanks everybody in her family and everything. And she goes, my parents, who are somewhere in Africa, you know, hunting animals or, you know, whatever they're doing. What, stop. Can we can we not gloss over that? What, what are Becky Hammond's parents doing? I need to know this. That's more important than being there. <laughs> I mean... Afri- I mean, an Africa trip, that's cool. But, like, what? Are, I need to know what they're doing. Like, what are they doing instead of like- going... I know it just like took a turn super fast. Um, I'll tell you, I think had the best speech of the night. Tony Parker. Wow. I thought, I thought Tony's speech was incredible. I thought it was so dang funny. I thought, you know, it, the him and his dad moment got me. Um, just that emotional moment oh, between yeah, the two. He was about to cry. Yeah. And I just, I thought he straddled the fence so well, of like being serious, but also dropping some incredible one-liners Mm. Um, but yeah, I, I, his was my favorite speech tonight. It was the first one. Um, but it's also 15 minutes. We've got, we've got, I've got minutes counter here because they're all on YouTube. Now Tony's was 15 minutes. Dirk's was 16. Pau Gasol, who you said went, you said went long. You felt like that one was a little long. Okay. So 
the angle I was I was set, setting at, I could see the teleprompter and the timer. Yeah. So I was kind of falling victim to the like, hey, I'm gonna like read it as Clock they say it, it. Yeah. a little bit. Um, so Powell's Powell's timer went off before he even got to the Lakers in his career timeline. <laughs> yeah, he went, like, he went chronologically. Yeah, I'm like, this is gonna be this is gonna be a bit here. Uh, and re- like, if I learned anything from the press conference, I was reminded how many teams Powell's been on. I was like, yeah, he, well, he right. didn't even mention like Portland. He barely glossed over Chicago and he, he was two time yeah. all-star for them. Uh, and Spurs then for three years, Spurs. Yeah. He, he did mention the Spurs a little bit, but there's a million Spurs people there. So, of course, oh, was, I mean, this was the, the Super Bowl for the Spurs, like for Spurs fans. Oh yeah. To see, I was trying to explain to my wife. Well, they're all in was, now. Yeah. As I was driving back, um, and just, I was like, I don't even know how really how to explain the magnitude of your Spurs fan to see the Admiral Tony, Manu, and Tim on the on and the stage Pop. together with Pop like at the podium. Like, this is your, I mean, besides George Gervin being up there, like this is your whole history. Like, this well, is your their next one is. I mean, does Kawhi count? I guess Kawhi will get in, but their next one is probably Wembenyama. <laughs> but shout out to Wemby getting a whole like thing tonight from Ahmad Rashad. I was like. We're really dropping Wimby's name for oh, Tony. Modern shot is great. I love him. Oh, he's incredible, man. Uh, a modern shot, by, by the way, he had a, he had a little like intro for every player that he would say. And for Dirk, he talked about imitation is the highest form of flattery and talked about the, the one legged fade and like how his legacy will live on that. I thought that was really, really good. Yeah. Oh, I, I loved all of his. Yeah, all all the one liner. I don't even say it's one liner. Little intros. Also, in that, so they. Modern does the intro. They play a video of a bunch of different stuff. They showed a bunch of stuff. The picture of, of Dirk playing tennis when he was a kid was awesome. Uh, I don't know if I'd seen that one before. And then Chris Bosch in the video talking about Dirk said he was always one step ahead of you. I thought that was such a great quote about what Dirk was. That, like the preparation. Like Dirk's preparation kept, always kept him one step ahead. And for a competitor like Bosch who played him in, the, you know, in that finals in 2011 to see that and to, to call that out I thought was so good. Yeah, and I was um, another p- person I talked to on the red carpet tonight was uh, Boris Diaw, mm. and he, um, you know, it's I didn't. Get, it's not like I sat there and chopped it up for twenty minutes with him, but we talked about his matchups with Dirk, and he's just you know going through what made it so hard for him to defend Dirk, and knowing that's like all right, seeing the maps coming up, like. On the counter, it's like no, I, no, I got Dirk tonight, yeah. and just the just the the beating it is to try to guard uh, Dirk was just a reminder of that. Anything else stand out to you? Oh, Dirk called the NBA the best sports league in the world, which I thought was high praise. Like he works for FIBA, he's been around the world, like he's lived in the U.S. He lives in Dallas, where the NFL is king. Like he said, the NBA is the best sports league in the world. I thought that was huge. Yeah, that is. Fascinating. I guess right? I like, to think of, to think about him thinking about it like that. Yeah. Uh, incredible moments. Great stuff. Yeah. Dirk. Uh, I'll, t- I'll tell you my favorite person I talked to tonight. Favorite person I got the chance to talk to. And it was the first person I got to talk to. Mm. And it was the only person I was a little starstruck on. Um, I was w- really looking forward to seeing Iverson. Okay. But yeah. I didn't get the chance to you know, talk to Iverson and stuff. Uh, but I got the chance to talk to Tony Kukoc. And mm. And it, it was just, I was like, holy crap. I like my first memories growing up was, you know, the bulls and, and just seeing him, 
you know, do his thing with, with MJ and Scotty and them in the nineties. And, uh, so I got the chance to talk to him for a little bit and ask him about Dirk and first time he got first time he saw Dirk play and he referred to me as the kid and, you know, and all that. And, um, but yeah, that was really cool to see him. Who coach was there presenting, uh, Pal Gasol. He was up there on, on the dais for him. Yeah. And I didn't know he was presenting for Pal. I, I guess I just forgot that, but. Pal was supposed to have uh, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, too, who's supposed to be there and, and said he got sick, and so he wasn't able to be there, which is unfortunate. Uh, and then yeah. uh, Wade had Iverson, and you mentioned you didn't get to talk to Iverson, but he – shout out to Iverson. He's always supporting, like, the next generation of, of NBA players. He yeah. came in with his, his suit with, like, the embroidered Wade and number three on the back of it. So cool. Yeah, I, I think – it's more, I think being at some of these events, like it's just the aura of it. It's yeah. just the, you gotta be a, a, a sicko to enjoy this. You gotta be a sicko to listen to this podcast because guys, we see the numbers. Like a lot of people don't listen to these <laughs> hall of fame, you know, shows they, you know, a lot of Mavs fans, a lot of our listeners, they want to hear about Luca. They want to hear about, um, you know, this current team and rumors and all of that. Um, but, as a show about the Mavericks, we can't gloss over it. Right. This is, we talked about the other day, like this is arguably the second best moment in franchise history. And I can see a guy like Dirk, you know, go through. And I think that's one of the biggest things of the weekend and just setting, I was sitting on stairs tonight, you know, I didn't have a seat. I was just sitting on stairs and it kind of reminded me of like the, you know, the, the 30, I guess it was a 30 K night. There's so much media there that had to sit on stairs. It's one of those. And I'm just like looking around a room and it's to see like famous people be treated like, you know, like I'm sitting on stairs and like five seats over from me is Sage Steel, And then like, like up in the balcony, you know, like, and then like wrapped around the balcony and like, Oh, there's Jamal Mosley and his wife. And it's just like, Oh, well, hey, like just they're like going past me as I'm trying to find my notebook. Um, you know, Rick Carlisle's on row like 30, you know, and Avery yeah. Johnson's like in the dark yeah, over there way back. And it's like, Oh, there's Pat Riley. There's Vanessa Bryant. There's Gary Payton. There's you know, Rob Plink and his family's walking past yeah. me. And it's like, and, and a person that I kind of, then I was like, man, I've never seen him in person. Was Roy Williams. And, you know, I've been a huge Tar Heel fan for a long time. And I was like, Oh, Roy. <laughs> um, he just, I just wish Roy there. was my it- grandpa. Yeah, I don't care about him. Calipari but, was he was the tannest person in the whole building. He he, he came Yeah, I'm off. like, where have you where have you been for He came off um, dark on the stage. Dick, <laughs> Dick Pavetta was there. Um you know, and it, he had some sunglasses on. I was with Jimmy Goldstein today in the Hall of Fame and it was funny seeing like kids walk up and ask for pictures from him. Yeah. And I'm like, "Do y'all know who Jimmy is?" But in, in the uh, there's a fan an nba super fan exhibit yeah. at, at the hall of fame and there's this huge m- picture of him on the wall and i'm like you had to walk past this and <laughs> wonder how what you thought about this. this is hanging out by another really great moment was uh jim valvano's daughter giving giving the speech for him and that's good that's one that, that's a speech like jim valvano's speech where you know like never you know, give up never give up and then the the three things you should do in a day, you should spend some time in mm. thought. You should, um, you should cry. You should laugh like for her to reiterate that and to bring it, but that's a, her, his speech is one I go back to once a year and just like watch and just, you know, sit through it's, it's such an incredible moment. 
Uh, he was battling cancer and he you know, died of cancer. And so now he has the V Foundation that you've probably heard on ESPN where they try to support cancer research and, you know, a lot of things. So for him to that, bring him back, that was just another reminder of how great that speech is. Yeah. And I, I really enjoyed um, uh, Coach Hickson's stuff. I love that, you know, Coach Hickson is a D3 coach at, yeah. up at Amherst. And to hear p- pop, like 50 I mean, years. what a moment. <laughs> yeah. I mean, for, for a moment, well, no, Coach Hickson is a different one, but, um, but for, for pop to look at coach Hickson and say, you know, coach Hickson's, you know, my hero yeah, D three that I was like, dude, what a moment for him. But just the difference of like somebody wanting to achieve that in coaching instead of, you know, some people like that would probably have the opportunities to move on, but to be able to stay at a spot like that for so many years and build a program and instilling these, you know, things, characteristics into your players and people, it's just a you know different, that's what makes the, the, the this Naismith Basketball Hall of Fame so beautiful that yeah. we're hearing about the 1976, you know, women's Olympic team and the history behind yeah. that. And you're seeing, you know, you get players that get elected in that, you know, it's not just about Pau Gasol winning titles with Kobe. They're talking about his international play with yeah. Spain and hearing Tony and uh, Pal talk about their rivalries and, you know, an international play and, and all of that. That's the cool thing about the basketball fan that people are getting recognized all across the sport. An incredible night. Dirk did the Mavericks and did Mavs fans and did you proud. He had an incredible speech. Uh, and yeah, I'll just be, be left with the knowledge of it and appreciating him. And Hey, he's still going to be around the Mavericks. So we'll still have moments and he'll still be there and around. And, you know, if Jason Kidd gets his way, maybe he'll be at every practice, but, <laughs> but we'll see. And so, uh, yeah, Appreciate everybody that's listening. If you've listened this far, we appreciate you. You're a real member of the Raccoon Squad. And, uh, yeah, shout, yeah. Out to, shout out to everybody that was, that was there or that, you know, watched tonight. Yeah, and some of my, you know, work from the weekend, um, you could just follow me on Twitter. I, I might publish my journal from the weekend if mm. you got to be a really sicko to <laughs> – but I, I might – just published my journal just some thoughts on the weekend, different stuff that I got to experience people I got to see and uh, stuff like that. If you really just want to you know, read about what it was like to be up here. And then I'm also working for working on something uh, with the maps that I, I think a lot of you guys will, will enjoy when it comes out. Awesome stuff. Come back safe. Thanks so much for listening to lockdown maps. Peace out. Go Dirk, baby. Boom. 41 forever. Wilson, you sent the game-winning email at the buzzer, avoiding a 4.55 meeting on everyone's calendar. How did you do it? I got a huge assist from Grammarly, an AI writing partner that helped me make my point. And it works everywhere I write. Summarizing a doc only took one click. When everyone uses Grammarly, everything just makes sense. Go to Grammarly.com slash podcast to download it for free. That's Grammarly.com slash podcast. Easier said, done.